You're listening to Welcome to the Korean Drama Podcast. Wow. Pachinko, episode five. And that's right. You heard the voice of one hottie on my left. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I'm a hottie now. And I have another hottie to my right. Oh, my gosh. After we roasted you last episode. Forever traumatized. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just a guy trying to learn the ways of the hottie. Uh, but Steve, you already know the ways of the hottie is in your heart. No! Don't overthink it! Don't overthink it. Okay, let me take that. Let me take a note of that. While but, Steve is taking a note of that, let's introduce ourselves. That's yes, Steve. I'm Steve. And to my left is Kim. And I to can't my tell right. what side I'm on. I don't know. I'm just making it up. Oh, we're zooming. I see. We're still doing this pandemic mode, so we're not really in the same room together. And I want to point out, you. I want to point out for our listeners that we've never, ever, <laughs> so much as we've never, we've never recorded this in the same room as each other. We have never even gotten together to like have soju, oh, so even though so we've good. tried to, but we've always gotten foiled. Like K drama style, you know? Yeah. Yeah. One day, someday. And this is Kathy. We can't forget. Hello. <laughs> is well, this more natural yet? Are we doing? Yeah, we're still. You know, you know how it is with Zoom. Ooh. You already know. Uh. Yep, yep. It's it's fine. It's great. We're doing great. I have to say, everything's, everything's fine. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, what's not fine is uh, what's happening in Pachinko. We're on oh episode five God. now, and I'm a little. Getting a little bit um, sad that it's becoming more apparent to me that we're not going to see some storylines uh, from the book. Um, mm. oh. uh, there's some characters that I wish like they would cover more. And then I'm like, oh, I guess they're not going to do them because we only have like four more episodes left or three more episodes left. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to pick and choose. You only have eight episodes total to cover this giant novel. It's like 400 right. pages. Right. I get it. Yeah, and I feel like with the limited series, we won't get a second season, right? I feel like this is it, right? Oh, is that what limited series means? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I Does mean, it? yeah, I, I would guess it's just a one series just because, or one season just because it's based on a book, right? Like, I mean, not to say that they don't sometimes, like, you know, just keep it going afterward, but. I mean, what about, you know, the notable exception of the literary classic twilight breaking dawn was uh divided into two movies so wow okay i didn't they know that. did that they started what twilight came out before lord of the rings right great question <laughs> no, 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 no 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 lord of the rings was first oh was it oh mm-hmm. okay and guys i've never seen either of those movies Wow. Twilight nor Lord of the Rings. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, okay. then yeah. I guess I'll just the watch Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, just a bunch of hobbits, whether it's high schoolers or actual dwarves, whatever, you know, they fight wow. and they get jealous and stuff like that happens. Wow. I'm that? starting to think neither of you have seen either of those franchises. Why well, just oh, no. <laughs> I As how the story it. goes? Oh. Uh, I can only focus on one story at a time. Uh. Yeah. Before we get into today's recording, I want to correct myself from um, (gasps) something that I said in the last recording regarding the music choice of the buskers at the subway station. And I was like, (laughs) this is taking me out of it. And that's still valid because that's my opinion. And that's still valid that it did take me out of it because I felt that the music seemed too modern. But I was like, this like this band is the music that they're playing is didn't feel like it was authentic for the time and i i did a little bit of research not a ton i really just googled radiohead 
Radiohead was formed in 1985. Not to say that this is, it's not Radiohead, it's a completely different band. Um, and my, my, I also wanted to clarify that I like the band. My comments were not regarding not liking the band, but I was just like, oh, the music seems way more modern. And Radiohead was formed in 1985. So I will eat my hat and I apologize to all the, um, dramaturgs out there that knew I was wrong and were like, Kim, you're a maniac. Wow. This this must have really bothered you the whole week. It really did. I was like, God. <laughs> you know, though, I love the accountability. It's like no one asked me to apologize, but I'm taking <laughs> and responsibility. No one, no one fucking remembered this at all. Oh, no one tweeted you. No one added you. <laughs> no one added me or at Steve. Accountab- yeah, Steve, wow. did you check? Uh, no, I, I never check, but I'm going to take notes. Taking notes. That's yeah, okay. I mean, I was just like, I was just so curious. Um, and I found that I was wrong. And so, you know, in case anybody else was either on my side or knew I was wrong. But you know what, though? Wrong. I'm going to piggyback on your kind of uh, your vibe because there are some things that make me go, hmm. And it just kind of, I feel like sometimes things are just out of place somehow here mm. and there. I mentioned oh. before the whole chopsticks and you know mm-hmm. kitchenware in the jar the mason jar I'm right like, oh, that's not really normal i don't think i've and never I thought, seen that i thought about that steve in this episode today because uh to to get ahead of myself briefly we see um when when sanja and uh isak arrive at um at yoseb and Young He's house place. that their table is set. And I did notice that the chopsticks and the spoons are placed already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? So, I mean, okay. You know what? Now that you bring it up, that scene kind of bothers me too. <gasps> like the rice wouldn't be in the bowl like that. It would be in the pot where it's, you know, keeping warm. Like you don't just pour out wow. the rice into the bowl before the guests are even seated. That's ridiculous. Oh. Wow. You just made um, me realize that. Listen, we're we're learning stuff. We're noticing stuff all over the place. And uh, our producer, Marvin, has also uh, just sent us a tweet oh, from um, oh. one of our listeners, Linda. Thank you, Linda, for this tweet. Linda, um, Linda noted that um, the song that uh, plays, at the, that the band plays, is a cover of a Cure song and totally appropriate for a late 80s timeline. So somebody did notice. Mm. Uh. So... Uh, Linda, thank you. And okay. uh, to all of our listeners, you know, I'm really sorry to let everybody down. You know, when this Linda moment. did you a favor and didn't come at you. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm not on, I'm not on Twitter, um, but um, no one's going to be on Twitter soon. I find it helpful. Um, you were so close to getting canceled, Kim. I know. I know. People were definitely they were like, you know, Kim is uh, doesn't know enough about music. We got to get her out of here, which is true. I really but let that be a lesson. Like all you need to do is take accountability on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did. I will stand by that. It did take me. The, it, it did take me out of it. But uh, that's that's on. I mean, that's on me. You know. You just don't that's know the cure. Me. I don't know the cure. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been listening to a lot of like early two thousands throwbacks, and uh, so I, I I was like way more oh. into like. 3LW, Three Little Women. <gasps> oh, yes, you will or you won't, won't. <laughs> That's right. No more. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this isn't a music podcast, thankfully. No, no, no. Oh, my goodness. I'm exposing myself as a, I don't know. A well, I'm going to expose myself a little as a sweater head as the episode comes on, goes on. And uh, I don't, I, I won't get too ahead of my, well, I'll just say it. 1930s Japan sweaters, they were on point. Oh, I do love it. I, you know what? I loved um, Kyunghee's jacket. I was yes. like, where is this coat from? Mm. Yes, it's fabulous. I get it. It's funny because it's like the, the sweaters even feel somehow contemporary. It's like something you could get at maybe Uniqlo. Well, knitwear, knitwear is, is very in right now, Steve. So it's come back. Yeah. 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 yeah I was like, huh. That's that's just a sign of the times, I guess. It's like uh, fashion runs in ninety year cycles. Yes, that's yes. right. With the thirties are back. 
Yeah, with a little <laughs> interspersed of like, you know, 2000s. Low-rise jeans are back, everybody. No one's more disappointed than I am. <laughs> this isn't a fashion podcast, though, it's either. Not a fashion po- okay, okay, okay. I mean, okay. I but I did, I, I, it is a fashion podcast in, in relevant ways. Just to me, it's not about the return of low-rise jeans. <sighs> but it is about the return of Sinjan Isak to Osaka. <laughs> that is a oh. very good transition, oh. Kathy. Thank you. Nicely done. Um, and we meet Yoseb, who is not the disappeared brother, or is he? He's not, right? No, I, d- I don't think so. I think Yoseb uh, is like... Right, they mentioned that before, but... Well, we do learn that Yoseb is Kyunghee's husband. Yes. So that's mm-hmm. solution. That was a nice, like, solution there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, I guess Isak had another brother. Like, there's a third brother. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I can only assume. Also, I mean... Like... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I had a totally stupid thought. <laughs> I want to hear this. I want to hear it, too. Well, I was just like, 1930s Japan looks very cool. It looks like a Miyazaki movie. Oh, wait, that's probably because Miyazaki movies are set (laughs) in 1930s Japan. I think that's a very legitimate point. Thank you. You are too kind. (laughs) And you know what? You know what? That means that Miyazaki is doing it right or Pachinko's doing it right or they're both doing it. Or they're just both copying each other. Well, well, I definitely our- think it would be pachinko copy. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was dumb. <laughs> that that was. Really dumb. Yeah. Listen, we're all exposing ourselves in this. <laughs> we're <laughs> exposing ourselves. Um, another thing I so I'm trying to flesh out this family tree that I'm trying to make. Yeah, and I, oh. again, I can't post this online yet because it looks just like really terrifying at this point. But I think that I have. Okay, tell me if this sounds correct to you all. So Yoseb is. Isaac's brother, Isak's brother, right? Yes. And then are we to assume that the baby, or maybe I'm maybe I'm like be making this too complicated. The baby that uh Sanja is pregnant with is Mozasu. Yes. And Mozasu is Solomon's father. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was clear. I mean, maybe for you, but I'm over here. Well, when you got <laughs> subtitles lagging like Kim does. Oh, my God. And oh, I just, no. Oh, every time I have more freaking beef with this damn app. I will say the subtitles were not quite um, so much of uh, an annoyance uh, this time. So maybe it's because um, the people, the kind people from Apple TV who are our fans were paying attention. Um, and we also um, have a tweet. I want to say thank you to... Jen, um, for uh, for also commiserating that you have frustrating subtitle speeds as well. Um, oh. I could not. Uh, Jen says that it's a Roku thing, which I do have a Roku TV. And if you watch from a laptop, you won't have those issues. What? But I try to watch it from my laptop and then I had other issues. So honestly, it's probably me. Again, accountability. I'm really bad with technology. So I won't bother to. Learn how it, to I mean, it? this this must be how they get you to upgrade your Roku every year or whatever, right? Something. Because um, I always wonder, like, I have Roku. I don't need to get another one, do I? And I may now you know it's like subtitles won't show up on time <laughs> if you I don't mean, upgrade. Ugh. Is that Would right? You, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I mean, guessing. my whole TV is a Roku. It's like a Roku TV. Oh. So I'm not getting a new TV. You got to get a new TV. No. Come on. I guess I'll just it would be it would I I would prefer to like learn Korean and Japanese than to getting a new That's TV. gonna take you a long time. Well, actually, I don't know because they are very similar as I have well, from what I understand from all the Korean people who took uh Japanese with me in my <laughs> Japanese program, uh they said they took it because it was quote unquote easy, which was very hurtful to me because <laughs> I find it very challenging. <laughs> Yeah. I would I would additionally would find that very hurtful and I'm offended for you, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. I think that your Japanese is amazing, but I only see it your your writing of it and I think it looks very correct. Well, I if I could take a moment to brag, I do think my <laughs> handwriting is very neat. <laughs> it's very good. It looks like um a typeface. Ah, 
Thank you. You oh, are so guys. welcome. I'm confident your Japanese is better than Tom's Japanese. <laughs> Here's the thing. It really isn't. It's is like <laughs> oh, so much better than mine. Oh, my God. Let's hear you say uh, Budweiser is the champagne of beers. Here's the thing. Don't know how to say Budweiser <laughs> or champagne. Oh. You know, on the language on the language note, you know how so far the names are like Isak, Yoseb, um, Mozasu. Yeah, Mozasu. I I wonder. I'm not a biblical expert here, but um, as a kid, I remember used, I used to make fun of like the Korean pronunciation of foreign words. But then I realized later on, I was like, oh, actually, sometimes the Korean pronunciation is more accurate than the American pronunciation of mm. a quote-unquote foreign word. So I wonder if we say Isaac and Joseph, but I wonder if Isaac and Yosef is more accurate to the original, like, what is it like? Like the Hebrew? Is that a Hebrew name? I, I don't know. know maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. That's a good... So, that's a good point. I'm tossing I'm tossing that question out there for people to if There's any linguists that listen <laughs> yeah. any historians Please, out there. Really, I think everyone is doing us a favor um by chiming in and tweeting us. I mean, they're uh, all constantly doing us a favor. I, I love I love the interactions. I think it's really fun. Me too. That's, um, no, this is great. I'm glad we're doing this for this season. Yeah. Oh, I have a question. Excuse for who? So, Us or for, the, for you guys and, and for the listeners, oh, okay, whoever okay. wants to answer it. Um, <laughs> so I have thought about this um, outside of the show as well. Well, first of all, my question is in Japanese, what what is the word for Japan? Nihon. Nihon. Or and Nippon. so then in Korean, the word is ilbon, right? Mm-hmm. So... Like, I, I, I guess, like, I think it, I find it very fascinating that, like, in other countries and other languages, like, uh, we use different words for the country instead of using the word that the country uses. Yeah. You know, I think that's very like I'm like, I, I think it's very interesting. Like, why? Why do we call it Japan? But in Japanese, it's Nihon. Yeah. And why, yeah. What is Korean? Korean. Hanguk. Well, oh. it depends if it's. I, I have read a little bit about this. That's like K- South Korea calls like it, 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 it South Korea and then North Korea and North Korea calls it like themselves Korea and then South Korea like something completely different, I think. Oh, power move. I mean, like, <laughs> you know how America, we say America, but we're really technically referring to the United States of America. Yes. Right. So because America is, a, is two huge continents. <laughs> yeah. Um, forget South America. They don't count. Um, and then Korea. We love you, South America. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> but then, so Korea, South Korea, technically it's Tehan Minguk. Oh, yeah, Tehan Minguk. The, the Great Republic of Korea or whatever. And then, you know how, like, uh, North Korea technically has the, uh, the, the Democratic People's Republic of mm. Korea or whatever? Yeah. It's like, why, I don't even know why they have to fill in those adjectives when they're just a communist country. I mean, same with China, right? It's like People's Republic. It's always like whenever there's people involved, it's communist. (laughs) That's the rule, I think. So free people is communist. If if your country has people people in the name, it it must be communist. Wow, wow, wow. We're uncovering some secrets. Wow, Mm, wow, wow. Life hacks. Yeah, in case you can't forget or can't remember. Yeah, this is interesting, though, when we're talking about um, language, because I I feel so bad for Sunja in Korea because she is told that she has to speak Japanese because there are spies everywhere. But like Sunja can't speak Japanese. She does not know Japanese. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's really like it's so sad. And I was so happy to see. You know, obviously, like, she and Kyunghee become close at some point because, right, we've already seen, like, uh, Sunja taking care of Kyunghee as adults, as, like, um, elders. Uh, but I'm I'm happy to see that that relationship started very early because, you know, her mom, before she left, like, painted it in this, like, very sad way of, like, you're going to go to this country and you're going to be a burden on your new husband's family and all of this and, like, uh, like, 
you know, like when we're jumping ahead a little bit, but when like Kyung, when when Sanja wakes up late and she's like, I'm sorry, I woke up late. And Kyung, he's like, it's totally fine. You're sleeping. It's for good for the baby. You know, like I was very pleased to see that that was good. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I wonder, because Kyunghee also says that she, you know, we know that she grew up very rich and she, like, grew up very privileged. I wonder if that's, like, because Yosep is, like, pretty sus of Sunja, like, right away. Like, Yosep knows that that's not, like, uh, uh, Isak's biological baby. Right. It and it like- is, to be to be fair to Yosep, it is kind of a sus situation. It like, is, yeah. your brother went away, <laughs> uh, what, last week and uh, married a lady that he knew for... Mm, when he was conscious I don't know 12 hours and they got married and now she's coming to live with you like even though we know that Sanja is like nice and wonderful yes yes totally 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 um but Kyung, I feel like maybe because Yosef grew up uh in harsher circumstances maybe he has like more uh a more realistic like a realistic outlook on the world whereas Kyungki since she's like comes from this privileged background, has like a little more room to be like, oh, it's fine. You don't have to help right now. Like, oh, it, you know, like it's whatever, you know. Right. But we still, we love, we love them both for it. Balance. Yeah. I mean, it's all I, on Isak. He he clearly didn't tell Yosef nothing. Well, I mean, they also like probably have very limited communication. Oh, yeah, right? that's true. They can't just email each other. They don't have text. Oh. Yeah. Also, because I, I can't get out of my head that Isak can get in trouble if, like, it's found out that it's not his. So, like, I'd also, yeah. like, not put that in writing. You know how you, like, you're not supposed to email something if it's, like, You're right. Bad. Right. You're supposed to call. Yeah. I'm Everyone not going like, to, like, write a postcard being, like, P.S. <laughs> right. Everyone can see the postcard, what you wrote on the postcard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough thing because, shoot, how, how far along is Sanja when... Isak comes to town. She must be six at six to seven because when they get to the port, she's seven months. Because they say like two months. Oh my goodness, that's way further along than I thought. Right? No, that makes sense though because she doesn't have a pregnancy test. So, uh, you know, she it, it takes until she is having you know side effect symptoms before she would even have an inkling that she was. What, when do you usually start showing? Like second trimester. Yeah, I think. I mean, I mean, it depends, but like showing is is not. Yeah, sometimes also they're for wearing a those while. like flowy, uh, right, uh, humbucks, right. So it's like, yeah, I yeah. don't very very um bell shaped. It's yeah. interesting that Yosef can identify through all that. Like, oh, she's further along than she should be. Well, she looks like hella pregnant when she's yeah. Like, and I was right, and I I bet like Yosef was like, oh, like oh, they're already like, he just got married and they're already pregnant, so he's probably imagining that she was not showing at all. Um, Isak has been uh, less than uh, a good Christian boy, let's say. Mm. Only he he has. That's the irony. He has. I know Yosef is right. just mad, like judging right now. And yeah. I don't know. I know if i like yosep because of what happens at the end of the episode i don't know you know i know we're kind of jumping around here but i'm like is yosep okay or do we not like yosep well okay i'm very curious okay i'm very intrigued by what, Why? <laughs> what do you mean okay well let's 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 keep going so we can get okay there. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. When solomon so we're also in modern in 80s time solomon is at a bar with his buddy um we learned that this relationship with Hana was a relationship, which was maybe just for me, who still believes that they might be stepsister, but that's fine. Um, and then obviously Shifley's is pissed. Uh, and Tom Andrews maybe is corrupt. Tom Andrews is definitely corrupt. Yeah. His Japanese is corrupt. His Japanese <laughs> is fine. That shit. Oh, oh, I'm glad I don't have to hear that again. Wait, wait, Kathy, I want to... I want to rewind for a second. I don't know if you're just um, if you're just uh, playing it cool because we don't want to jump ahead too much Mm -hmm. about the relationship between Solomon and Hannah. I honestly, I don't. Hannah is his is is, so Solomon says later in the episode that Hannah is the daughter of his father's girlfriend. So Mm -hmm. effectively, his stepsister. It doesn't seem like they got married. But that is how they met. It's because their parents were dating. Um, 
So, like, you know, it's, 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 it's not, you know, they're not related, but it is like a bit of a, uh, a different, uh, it's a, a close diff- call. It's a, <laughs> it's a close call. It's Very a close, close call. call. <laughs> wow. I really sincerely missed that. I must've been taking a note or something. You when know, that I'm sure you were because I was like, <laughs> oh my God, like I, I rewound it. I was like, okay, Hannah is the daughter of his father's girlfriend. And we also, to be fair, we don't know how long that relationship lasted as well, you know, and I, what, know. If, what if that's the reason why his father and his father's girlfriend couldn't marry because they saw that Hannah and Solomon were a, were an item, so and like, that Ooh, could be. It would be weird if we, you know, officially make it official. I am and honestly I- floored. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how it works, you know, especially because he said that they were fourteen when they met. I don't know how it works, like if you're, you know, uh, in, in terms of, um, I I just don't know, and I don't want to. Um, uh, Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I found it to be very shocking, but maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just very sheltered, but I thought it was, I found it to be surprising. I mean, I, I suppose it's fine because there's like, no, it's not like, there's no, like, they're not related at all. Yeah. Yeah. They're not related. But I, I was mostly saying it as a joke. So for it to come true, I just kind of feel magical. I feel like I could, like, I make mean, anything certain, happen. You definitely are. You called it out. You oh, definitely are. Thank you again. So, so kind. Um, um yeah to be omniscient <laughs> take a note here that's right see the future yes well they also this friend also suggests that hana will be at a like a certain prefecture which i assume means where the sex workers are oh right i forgot that Wait, his friend uh you know what's funny that friend comes out of nowhere and they just jump right into this conversation as if they just met each other at the bar last night yeah i'm like well, isn't, this right. conversation feels weird. Isn't this the guy who um, recognized the Hermes necktie at the wedding? Oh, is it oh, the same him? guy, or am I, I just no assuming? I might just be assuming. That feels like it was so long ago. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been so long. Am I it's not probably be. him? Who who knows? <laughs> the internet knows. The internet knows. <laughs> They'll get to us. <laughs> yeah, and also, who else should be at the bars? Naomi. Is that of course. the boss? Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows about everyone knows about Hana because Naomi knows about Hana. This friend, random friend, knows about Hana. Um, it's just you know. Can I add one more bit of confusion? Yeah, I'm confused that Solomon, like, okay, so this friend we don't know his name, do we? Uh, Hermes necktie guy. He's like, hey, I got. I got a word on the street. You should be careful about Tom. And it's like, and then Solomon reacts like, huh? Why? And I'm confused why Solomon is is confused that his neck is on the line after how poorly the deal went. Right. Right. Like I I thought I would have assumed that he would have gotten fired already. I thought he knew he was getting fired. That's why he ran out into the street, danced in the rain to like he was like liberated himself from his. Yeah, I thought he was like I'm done with this job. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that was a little little confused about that. Yeah, Hmm. Solomon's like acting all sorts of strange. Um, But I, I, I don't know. I guess he's he's on his journey. You know, he's finding (laughs) himself. Yeah. Also, Solomon is younger than I thought. Um, but I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like, oh, please. Uh, uh, but also, okay. So this clarifies further. So later in the episode, when Solomon is holding up pictures to look for Hana, or I assume that's who he's looking for, right? That's yeah, the that picture. Hannah. And he's like, "This is my sister. Have you seen her?" So he does refer to her as oh, his sister. Oh, that. Ooh, um. Awkward. So you know that clarifies the relationship there. Um, but he's like, she's, uh, I think he says that she's 29 and she's his older sister. So Solomon is younger than I was putting him. Like I was putting Solomon like in his early thirties, but, um, like in terms of like progressing through the company, but he's, he's much younger than I thought. So, oh, so I guess he's like around mid twenties ish. Yeah. Probably twenties ish. Damn. Something like that. So feels truly like he's like a prodigy, (laughs) you know, to be this, this. This far along. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wild. I mean, it's the 80s. People, 
people move fast and loose then, I guess. I suppose so. Fast and loose. But people are also moving fast and loose in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. Sunja, Sunja and um, Isak have a very sweet, very sweet, tender conversation. Yeah. And, and we learned that Isak is, oh man, he is the ultimate hottie. Oh. He has such a healthy view of relationships. He does. I, well, I just wanted to ask you guys how old you think Isak is. Oh, no, 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 I feel like I am so hung up on their ages, but I'm like, like Isak seems young. Um, but I, I did, I did have that thought today that I was like, how, 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 how old is Isak? But I think he's younger. He's the younger brother of Yosef. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Um, and this is the 30s. So presumably you're trying to have a family and kids at like age like 25. Maybe even before that. Right? Maybe even before. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe like closer to Sunja's age, maybe even. Yeah, or like, or maybe, maybe, maybe for women, like, yeah, Sanja's age, and then for men, like, I don't know, 18, 19, 20. I, I think, I think, uh, Isak is a nice round 20. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with that. I don't want to know if we're wrong. Mm. <laughs> we'll probably find out. I guess 20 for the time is fine. She's still 16. But Ugh. now I'm not loving this anymore. I'm and sorry. I was really I'm loving sorry. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I have to ask this question. I'm like, oh my gosh. Because I'm like. It was uh, a different time. It was a different time. It was a different time. I'm sorry, Kathy. Man, what a there, roller There was coaster. no such thing as teen, teen pregnancy back then because it was all just regular pregnancy. Let's see. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was just it just meant family planning. That's what it was back then. I don't remember exactly what it was that compelled me to wonder that, but um Well they probably that bunga scene. Yeah, they uh they they do it. They do mm-hmm. do it. They do they do, do it. the deed. <laughs> it was weird but, to talk about Sanja doing it, but she did it. <laughs> Wait a second. What? And how how many months pregnant is she? Seven. So then I don't, can you, is that okay? I think as I, long as she's okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I think, I think okay. so. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know my biology. No, we're, I'm anatomy? not a know. doctor as I don't know. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> I'm only a doctor of tuberculosis. Yeah. So we've established. I've never had a kid, so I don't know of the such thing as uh Seems like it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, it just seems like she's having a good time. Right. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. also circumstantial, right? Like assuming that everything is fine with pregnancy and stuff like that. And obviously that Sandra is okay with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what Sandra's not okay with is Kyunghee washed the scent off of her oh. shirt. Oh, oh, man, was that oh. sad. Really so sad. Yeah. I felt so sad about that, too, because like it's like. Kyunghee feels so bad. There's no way to get this smell back. And like Kyunghee like truly thought she was doing something good. Yeah. Uh, really. <laughs> I couldn't help but chuckle a little bit because Kyunghee realizes her mistake, but then she's like, but it was so stinky. <laughs> it's been weeks. It's <laughs> like, no, uh, I want that smell forever. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then that's not the only problem Kyunghee encounters oh because then some debt collectors come. I mean, I, I have, I, I feel really worried for the country of Korea, South Korea in general, because I'm like, everything we watch, this, a Ito on class, Squid Game. <laughs> yes. uh, I think also maybe in Parasite, I mean, at least in Parasite, they are definitely struggling. But um, yeah, just like, Friggin' loan sharks everywhere. It's kind of sad now that because of the historical context, it's like it's always been a struggle with money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even from back then, you know. And Sunja like really goes into like, I don't know, like boss mode because she's seen like so many loan sharks ruin so many families. She's like, no, no, no. We got to we got to handle this, Kyunghee. 
even yeah. though Ken can't let them like, capitalize on that in- interest. Got to pay it off ASAP. Yeah. Because yeah. it's already doubled. I think it's a, what is it, a 200% interest rate? Oh, I think, man. <laughs> yeah. You got to shop around with your interest rates. I mean, I guess oh, they didn't goodness. have, <laughs> they didn't have a Wells Fargo back then. They had to go where they yeah. could. It was a debt for 160 yen. Which is like in today's, yeah. 160, right? In dollars? Yeah, it's like not even $2. But that's I mean, 1930s. Right. Yeah. When 1930s in America, how much was a cheeseburger? How much was a McDonald's? It's probably like, like a penny. Five cents? A, a penny. So you could get a hundred. How long has Costco been around? Because they had the one, 150 hot dog. That's true. Oh, very good point. I would right? go into debt for that okay, 150 let me, hot dog. Okay, okay I'm going to look this up. This is important enough. By today's standard? It's important enough that I have to look this up right now. As opposed to last time when I was like, I'll just be loudly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Costco, 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 when were you invented? All right, this was a bad example. Costco was invented 45 years ago. Wow. They wouldn't even know. They don't even, that's so, you know, the hot dogs. Anyway. But yeah, 160 yen. That's for two boat tickets. Mm. Oh, is that what the money was for? I'm pretty sure. No, I thought it was for like a wedding party or something. Oh. I thought it was just something. They said that it was um, the loan shark said that uh, that Yosef had come to them and said that uh, his brother had just gotten married. Oh, copy, 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 copy. So it's in some way related to Sanja. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was the white rice. That's what the hundred. Oh, uh, damn it! Not worth it. Or maybe oh it is. God. I don't know. I've never had it. And, and maybe it's also just like you know other other costs that are associated yes. with you know welcoming guests into your home. But hmm. I mean, I I really admired like the Sunja that sprung into action. Yes, and you know mm-hmm. what? She really reminded me of Sunja from episode one. Because remember how she helped um, Hottie right. Fishmonger sell yeah. his fish? Yeah. She's like a negotiating master. Mm. Right. That's true. That is true. Yeah. And, um, and it's and it's nice to see Sanja having these like, uh, like very strong moments in the midst of, you know, having to uh, figure out how to live in a country that's brand new, far away from everybody that you know and... You know, she doesn't speak the language. Yeah. She can't read or write. But still, she yeah. like she she makes the pawn shop owner. She takes a watch, obviously, the watch that Hansu gave her. She takes a watch. She goes to a pawn shop. She negotiates from 40 yen to 300 yen. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy, man, trying to r- just highway robbery here. Oh, my God. I know. 50 for it. You know. And then in the end, he caves in. Right. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> oh, God. He knows the value of Swiss timekeeping. He knows. He's trying to make an extra extra 100 yen, but not not on Sunja's watch. Not on not, Sunja's watch. Not, not on Sunja's watch. Mm-hmm. I guess there was a little a nod at the end of like, oh, you're from Busan? Oh, okay. Fine, fine. I guess I can't fool you. <laughs> well... But- mm-hmm. Uh, damn, I don't want to get ahead of myself again. Yeah, uh, I, I think I know where you're going, Kim. All right, let's just go there. Let's just go wait, there. Wait, 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 I've, got, I've gotten us off track so many times in this episode. What's one yeah. more? No apologies. What's one more? Uh, so I wonder if the Busan thing is a tip off to the guy that that's how he knows that it's uh, that it's really Hansu's watch. Oh. Uh... Right? Because then we see Hansu, fucking terrible, awful person, come in later and be like, he knew that she was going to try to sell the watch. Yes. So Sunja takes the money, goes and pays off the loan shark. And Kyungki, oh, Kyungki is so sweet. She's like, oh, oh, I'm so scared. I've never done anything like this in my life. And Sunja's yeah. like, let's be scared together. And it's such a like, mm. oh, girl power her- moment. And her coat looks fabulous. Her coat looks fabulous. And let's not forget Sunja's baby blue heart-shaped crocheted sweater. I loved it. Um, Very cute. <laughs> looks comfy. But then, is this what you're talking about? Because they get home and Yosef seems pissed. 
Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. And like, it, I, I loved, I, I, I really loved like when they were in there paying the money and then they, like he pulls out his seal and then they're both like so relieved and they're so happy walking home. And then, yeah, Yosef is there and like he looks mad. And then Kyung Hee says to Sunja, like, did we do the right thing or did we like mess up? Yeah. I don't know why, but I found that scene funny because it felt like a I Love Lucy ending. Like oh. these, these two women going on their adventure and they did it. And then they go home and Ricardo's upset. Something's amiss. <laughs> That's so shitty now that I think of it too, is because Hans is taking her only sense of security, like her only sense of like independence away by taking the watch away, by like tricking her into giving the watch away. Cause that's like her little like just in case funds. Oh, do you think that Hansu is the one that's orchestrated the loan shark business? I think so. I think that's why Yosef's Ugh. mad because I think the loan shark wasn't. This is my conspiracy. I think the okay, loan yes, shark, new one. Uh, I think the loan shark wasn't real, and Hansu set it all up to, <gasps> and that's why Yosef's going to be pissed. And then I think it's going to set off this like motion because then Isak's going to find out about the watch. It's just like well, Hansu's a monster. Fuck. This is a lot of fuckery. Oh, snap. So Kyungi had no idea about... I mean, I thought that Kyungi knew that uh, Yosef took some money out, but I guess not. It's possible she does and I'm wrong. But I wasn't wrong about the stepsister thing, so... Mm-hmm, I mean, I, I, right. this this feels like a really solid theory, conspiracy theory, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, too, thought that it seemed like Kyunghee knew... Um, but I, I a hundred percent would believe a world in which this absolute monster Hansu is like, he orchestrated a fake, uh, I need to rewatch that because when she answers the door, didn't, doesn't she say stuff like, oh, you know, wait, does she respond in a way that makes it sound like she she was aware of this ongoing loan? Or was she completely surprised? Like, who are you? I thought she was more like, if you have business, you have to come talk to my husband because he deals with the business. Like, mm. I don't deal with the business. Which, if I were right. Hansu, I would sit, like purposefully send the loan sharks in when um, the men weren't in town so that the women have to uh, mm. address the problem. But you're oh. right, though. Hansu does feel like he's uh, kind of pulling strings in behind the scenes. I mean, this seems exactly like the kind of manipulative bullshit that he would pull. So, mm. Kathy, I mean, I'm on your side. I think that that's correct. Okay, so first off, stepsister check. Next, Hansu check. And then third one will be the ducks. Once we confirm the ducks, <laughs> ducks. we have completed our conspiracy theory. Once Kumja uh, unzips her skin and <laughs> all of the wooden ducks that she actually is fall out, then then Kathy will have the triple crown. Oh, oh man! Oh, you will hear me scream on that, and day. then you will be the ultimate hottie because you have <laughs> predicted the trifecta. My goodness! Uh, wow! Wow! I mean. Goodness. It's, and that's not, I mean, that's not even the end of the episode. No, because we skipped past a bunch. Like Sin, oh older Sinja going to Korea, spreading right. uh, Kyunki's mm-hmm. ashes, and then yeah. not being able to find her father's grave, which is so sad. That was very sad. It turned into a parking lot. Right. And then she and then she reunites with Boki. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, which is so nice. This is so nice. Oh. Oh, because because uh, because Sanja wants to find the grave, but they like uh, it's such like a catch twenty two because they're like, well, we can't find the grave without your files, and it's like, girlfriend, I was illiterate. There's no way I'm gonna have a file, <laughs> you know, like, right? And on. then she's like, that she's the the person at the at the play at the place with the files is like, do you know the name Shin Boki? And then she's like, oh my god! And then she goes to see Boki, and then Boki's like. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can I just say, hey, there was like a whole Korean War that happened in yeah. in the meanwhile. Yes. I mean, so also like, like oh. Sunja left home when she was sixteen, so it's been decades yes. since they've seen each mm-hmm. other. Maybe even half yeah. a century. Truly, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. 
But it's been so long. Can I just say, Bucky is like living her best life. She has a oh my God. gaggle of dogs, one who I keeps walking in dogs. front of frame. <laughs> he yeah, laughs yeah. so hard. I loved the chaos of the dogs because it, uh, uh, it it just truly made it feel like, oh, this is this is a real like we're really in this woman's house. Yeah, yes. it's her house, her apartment. Yes. Yeah. And she well, um, well, she gives an update on all this stuff on like all the goings on that has happened at the boarding house since um, Sunja left. And, you know, they her we learned that her mother was like really nice to both Boki and Donkey um, and like allowed them to stay even though they were burdens like they knew they were burdens on um, the uh, Sunja's mother, which is so, so nice. Um, and we, we don't know what happened to Sanja's mother. I mean, no, she was just gone when they returned after the war. Right. Mm. <sighs> really, Pokey was the pessimistic one by in the in the river scene, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Don't get your hopes up." Yeah. Yeah. No. She sounds a lot like my grandma. And, and- she, I remember my grandma was like, like, so as I got older, you know, and you learn about history a little bit, like the Korean War. You know, I I tried to um talk to them about that part of their past. All my grandma said was like, "What is there to know?" You know, like we were there was just we were running from our homes and like bullets and things were shell, shells and stuff were falling all around us. And then, you know, if you're meant to live, you're meant to live, and that's it. The kind of like this brusque, mm-hmm. kind of like gruff, um, tough, I guess, attitude is maybe what you needed to survive all that kind of stuff too yeah i mean that's so so much she must have seen so much and like you know oh it's so tough and mm-hmm. that's what um and that's what bulky brings up as well um <clears throat> excuse me when she shares about what happened to dong is that she was like you know dong was so optimistic and had such like a you know optimi- optimistic view of the world and uh had all these dreams and like Boki is like she she wasn't suited to deal with all of the terrible things that they had to witness and then living with that afterward. Mm. With, with the, she she was uh, sad about, I guess, just not having her dreams fulfilled. Is that what it was? I guess there's a, a bunch of stuff. Donkey. Yeah. Bulky said something to the effect of like when they came back to Korea after the war that um, that like I don't think she meant meant this literally, but she said something about like uh, Donghee didn't fit back in the same young woman's body Mm. that she had previously inhabited. And I don't think she means that like literally, but I think in terms of like that, that bright eyed, optimistic um, big dreams, right? Because, like, also what you guys were talking about, referencing previously about, like, when they in the river scene, when Donghee is like, we can get married and have children, and Bulky's like, no, that won't happen for people like us. Um, I wonder if Pokey has any kids. She has her dogs. Married. She does. <laughs> That's all you need. All you need are little toy dogs to keep you company. And she seems like she has a really nice house. Yeah. And she's like living in it by herself, I guess. With her dogs. With her dogs. Mm-hmm. To have three dogs in, in Korea in the 80s like that, that's kind of like a sign of luxury, I feel like. Mm. It's like, hmm. And I really want to shout out um, uh, the dog actor that was... <laughs> the <dog> actor. <laughs> oh, I got another award. Another award, this time for the dog actor that uh, that the actress playing Bulky was holding the entire time. And that dog was so satisfied <laughs> to be held in that scene. No squirming, no moving around. Because, like, oftentimes they don't use animals like pets in tv and movies because it's hard to keep the continuity and like Mm. it's hard to like get the animals to do what you want um and i i really enjoyed the authenticity of having these dogs there and like bookie (laughs) was just like clinging on to this one dog and the dog was i mean that scene could have taken hours to film and the dog was happy to be there as soon as the director yells cut the dog's like where's my water (laughs) Yeah, the dog's like, like, my Evian! Evian. 
<laughs> my favorite dog actor moment was one time when I was working on a show and there was a dog actor backstage waiting to make his entrance. And the trainer just kept on saying to the dog, who's a good actor? Who's going to go out and do such a good job? And it made me laugh so hard. That's hilarious. That's amazing. And I am going to put that in my contract now that I will need anybody, anybody at all to stand uh, off screen and, and say that to me between takes. I'm sure I need to look up what the... I need to look up what the SAG scale rates are for dogs. Oh, it's it's going to make you sad. <laughs> I'm okay, sure they get out. paid more than we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. How do they pay their dues? <laughs> oh, my goodness. We don't even uh, know. Well, the nice way... The, uh, it won't end nicely for us in our realization of how little we get paid versus dogs. But Sonja gets to go to her father's grave because Boki has arranged for it to be moved very nicely. Um, and then Sonja, fe- Sonja feels uh, good about leaving Korea because she knows she can always return. So and that was really nice. So, so, so mm-hmm. sweet. And we saw a lot of um, Korean grave mounds. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes, we did. It was very compressed, I, I will say. Um, more so than what I've seen with my uh, parents mm. or ancestors. But I guess maybe that's just... Korea is such a small country. There's no way you can have all this space for all this ground, you know, grassy, you know, funeral um, mounds. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, everything's going to go the way of like ashes, urns, and little cubby holes with portraits in it. Mm -hmm. Like we saw in Secret Garden. Yeah. They're going to turn it But at the time, in in the 80s though, I guess. No, no. Yeah, that was the 80s, late 80s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still got space. They still have space. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> yeah. Till it becomes a parking lot. Oof. Yeah. Rough. Oh. Yeah. Man. Well. When you when you spread ashes like that, isn't it very precarious to just throw it into the open wind? Because like, won't the ashes kind of like blow about and go back in your face and nostrils? And you ever think about that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I <clears throat> I feel like I read online, or maybe I just heard this, that, like, it, that uh, it's not uncommon for people to want to spread ashes in the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney. What? <laughs> um, and that, like, that Disney had to, like, ask people to please stop doing that because... Why the hell would know. they do that? Unless that was, like, the deceased, like, favorite ride or something. I mean, I that would be it. my guess, but... Inside of a ride feels different to me than in the ocean. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, anyway, that's all to People say that crazy. I do think about it. <laughs> I do mm. think about it. Well, it but... seemed like this one was very like when Sinjo was doing it, it was very like downwind. Yeah. yeah. And, and there wasn't like a lot of ashes, right? Because it was in that that little that little bowl inside of that little uh, box. It started fizzing and when once it hit the water. It was like fizzling. Yeah, I was kind of curious what they use as props to make mm-hmm. ashes. Because um, well, I wonder looked... if it's just like ashes of something else. Mm-hmm. Right? Like paper or, you know, they just burned like some fireplace log. Yeah, some piece of wood. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's where we leave Sunja for the moment. And we also check in with Solomon in the 80s, who is looking for Hana, as we mentioned. He's like showing this picture around this prefecture and then runs into Haruki, who he knows. And mm. had had we met him before? No. Not to my C- knowledge. Because I, I was so confused. I was like, why, did, why does it feel like we're supposed to know who this is? <laughs> I had no idea. And then suddenly we're in his parasite little basement yeah. apartment. Very parasite. Right, with the whole family. Yeah. And I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. But they all love Solomon. And I think it's because Mozasu saved Haruki's life. But I didn't really catch much of the story of what happened. We're just kind of told that it happened, right? Or did I miss it? No, that sounded. Uh, that's that's all I gathered, and I was like, "What's in this soup?" Because Solomon's like, "What's in the soup?" And they're like, "Ha ha, don't ask. <laughs> yeah. stu- eat however they, much you yeah. want." I was like, what, 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 "Hang on, what's in it?" 
<laughs> that was so creepy. It was so. I was like, is this a horror film? Is this what's gonna I happen? Was like, now? what is it? It made me think of that. Like, ha, ha, you don't have to worry about it. Ha, ha. <laughs> it made me think of Very... that moment in Minati, you know, with the Seven Up, <laughs> like when. Do you guys remember? Yeah. It? Oh yeah. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> uh, it was urine. Yes. Yeah. It was. Pee-pee. It was urine. It was uh, pee-pee. Another fabulous production with uh, Yun Yo Jung. But yeah. Um. <sighs> that. And then so bothers me so much. <laughs> That that dinner scene, it's like, I can't, I, I've done some dinner scenes before mm. and it's like everybody's laughing. So it's like, well, who's the one telling the joke? Yeah. Everyone, you, everyone looks insane. <laughs> everyone looks like they've gone bonkers. And then like, I see the father like nodding to the son, like uh, to eat more, but he's like, he's already eating. He has his, he's already stuffing his face. You're not really like being there with him. You're just like motioning and indicating that, oh, we're all a happy family eating. Yeah. And instead, everyone looks crazy. Yeah. And we don't know what they're eating. And we don't know. We don't know. Boot what soup. Don't even ask. And don't ask. It's a boot. They look like they were just eating instant ramen, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, but Solomon uh. is convinced. We are not convinced, but Solomon is convinced by the love in this house. Um, and then I don't... I. I I'm like a little lost as to how this pertains to Hana or if it does at all. Um, but like, I don't know. Solomon tries to get, Solomon noticed that like Haruki has changed and like tries to give him money, but then is like very embarrassed because it's like, uh, it's like a bad move, I guess. Yeah. Very awkward. Yeah. Um, and Haruki is like, I feel bad for you because you're successful and I still feel bad for you. Yes. And that makes me feel bad. <laughs> It was really, it was quite the burn. It was really quite the burn. Like, yo, bro, Solomon, what the hell are you doing right now? <laughs> like, is, Pull yourself together. Isn't it weird that you're doing better than me, but somehow I feel bad for you? <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Burn. And then, so Solomon's oh. coming home and he noticed something weird about like the real estate market and like, I don't know, the like building flyers advertising like the real estate market i don't know he tries to warn tom and tom is like dude chiflis is firing you which is somehow a surprise as we said (laughs) yeah wild that he didn't know it's also wild that because the this happened at least one whole day ago probably longer ago that he like blew that deal and i would have thought that he would have been fired the very next day yeah truly like don't even we've packed up your stuff for you do not return Right. And I thought what the buildings, I was confused. I was like, is is the buildings that are for sale, are those the buildings that they were going to try to make into this like giant resort? Mm. Um, but because Kumja wouldn't sell, they can't make the resort anymore. I, is that what it is? I thought is it was a unrelated? different company doing something that like, I I don't know. I thought that I got yeah. The company name was Kurohana, which means black flower. Ooh. Kurohana Ooh. Enterprises. Okay. Not Shifley's, but then that could just be that the Shifley's is maybe the financier, and then the Kurohana might be the construction co- or the development construction company. I mean, regardless of what it is, like Solomon's like something's going on here, and then Tom's like, "I don't care, you're gonna get fired," and then Solomon is like, "But my visa is attached to." Shifley. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what he thought. Did he think there was like a three strike rule at Shifley's? <laughs> like he had two strikes left. Like this was, that was crazy. I mean, I think he yeah. was probably just like in the moment, like, oh, I should do the right thing and yeah. not make this woman sell her house. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, but yeah, like, I, I, mean, I can't believe he didn't get fired yet. But yeah. It's truly wild. But then when he's on the phone with Tom, who should call? But Hannah. And she's very upset, saying that she might die and that, you know, uh, Solomon has to come to her immediately. And where and where is that? And he's supposed to just know where that is. Yeah. Well, I was left wondering, are you going to get back to Tom? He's on the other line. Yeah. Well, he's waiting. Solomon specifically said, do not hang up. Yes, he did. Very mindful of that. Like, Hannah, I'm going to get back to you. Hold on for one second. Hold that thought. Tom? Yeah, well, so let me finish that thought. <laughs> right. Also, was he at his office? I don't think so. I, I got the So, feeling- like, how did Hana know to call him? Where to call him? 
I have a lot of questions about Hana. Was he? I, I assumed he was at his office. Oh, maybe he was. Well, then why is he calling Tom? Why not just be like, Tom, put your Budweiser down. <laughs> I want to talk to you. Yeah. Um, put come to my cubicle. Miller High my Life room. down. The champagne of beers. <laughs> Damn, getting drunk off the Miller High Life. I don't know. There are some weird things happening story-wise, plot-wise, that having read the book, it's like I see them trying to like frantically like, you know, piece things together after breaking it apart to condense it into eight episodes. Mm. Um, not really working out so smooth. I mean, I didn't, but who knows? I didn't read the book, but I feel that I am on a wild ride. I <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, I would just love to see them also, Hannah and Solomon also be cousins so that I can get all of that <laughs> in. That would be my wish for the remainder of the series mm. i mean manifest it you know <laughs> manifest it out it. there make it so it's i want like i want kathy manifest that hansu loses all of his money oh i would love to manifest that i'll light a candle tonight Ooh. it's interesting that hansu in his one little scene this episode instead of a suit he's wearing like a a Japanese, um, is it a kimono? Something very traditional. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like almost like a, like a, a mob boss, perhaps. Mm. Well, he does have very mob vibes. Yeah, that's true. the The white three piece suit should have <laughs> told us that from the get go. I'm curious if Hansu's wife is maybe Japanese. Maybe. Yeah, she's Japanese. Oh, she is for sure. Um. Well, I was just curious. Would that be would that be allowed? Because it seems like the Japanese really hate Koreans. So it seems like if her his wife was Japanese, then she would be like, you know, ostracized. That, that's one thing I found always funny. That um, I think I mentioned this before, but it's like, as long as you don't speak Japanese with a Korean accent, if you were born in Japan and you have like native sounding Japanese nobody knows you're Korean and therefore no one hates you until you reveal that you're Korean and they're like oh how dare you it's like what <laughs> you had no idea yeah there's know. a there's a John funny. Oliver segment like I think it's pretty old but it I, I remember it's about that there's about a, like a Korean cultural center in Japan like you know now that they talk about how they have to like change you know out of their Han books like in the building to not get like discriminated against. Wow. Like they have to keep it in the building. It's kind of like how I always get confused. Like, um, you know, the Jewish hatred. Like, I don't understand that. Like, it's like white people hating Jews. It's like, you you all to me look like white people. I mean, there's Jews of color as well, but it is like, it's very arbitrary, right? Like, it's like uh, all these things are are constructs, like this, this, like racism and and, uh, hatred and, um, you know, anti-Semitism and, you know, those, it's like all people trying to control each other, which is like deeply problematic. You said- really. Go ahead, Ken. I was just going to make a stupid joke that you said people, so that's communist. Remember. Oh! <laughs> wow! 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 And it comes full circle. <laughs> I don't have anything left to say. Yep. Can't top that. Except for I hope Hansu loses all of his money. I really want him to have a bad time. I think he's a terrible person. Yeah, he's just like lurking in the shadows. I can't wait to see what happens next. Ooh, maybe in episode six. Maybe. And they gotta start like kind of wrapping this baby I up. Know. I know. Six, seven, eight. There's only three episodes left, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's start tying these loose ends somehow. Or just, you know, leave them all loose and we'll criticize that. (laughs) That's true. Whatever happens, happens. All right. Well, you guys have anything else? No. No. All right. Until next time, then. Thanks for tuning in. Chime in. What's our <laughs> social media? I don't even know. Our our Instagram is at Korean Drama Podcast. 
Um, and our Twitter, which is linked in the link tree in the Instagram, is at Korean Drama Pod. So long as Elon Musk doesn't ruin it all. So long as Elon Musk doesn't ruin it all. Yeah, but we'll still have our Instagram, which is not owned by Elon Musk yet. It's owned by Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, man. <laughs> Why do we let these people run, run our lives? All right, go run your life. Stop listening to us. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Phil Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey, I'm Phil Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we've got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallspruce.com. Peace. Peace. Peace.